And we'll begin this sit with chanting the refuges and precepts together. And today we'll be doing it in English. One of the reasons I like to start the sit, this after breakfast sit each day in a retreat setting with chanting these uh, guidelines is that I feel like it's a really wonderful way to hold the day or to begin to hold our day of practice. It's a wonderful support as Pat and I have been talking about. I'm not so used to doing this in English, just to let you know. <laughs> so it's a little bit awkward for me to say it in English. I've been doing it for 30 years in Pali. <laughs> so. Praise to him, the enlightened one, the worthy one, the fully awakened one. Praise to him, the enlightened one, the worthy one, the fully awakened one. Praise to him, the enlightened one, the worthy one, the fully awakened one. I go for refuge to the Buddha. I go for refuge to the Dhamma. I go for refuge to the Sangha. I go for refuge to the Buddha. I go for refuge to the Dhamma. I go for refuge to the Sangha. I go for refuge to the Buddha. I go for refuge to the Dhamma. I go for refuge to the Sangha. And now the five guidelines or precepts. I undertake the training to abstain from harming living beings. I undertake the training to abstain from taking what has not been given. I undertake the training to abstain from sexual activity. I undertake the training to abstain from false speech. I undertake the training to abstain from the use of intoxicating substances. May this morality of mine help to bring about the knowledge of the path and its fruit. It's important as we go on with our practice to keep the mind and heart bright and spacious. 
And it's important that we begin to let go, to relinquish struggle. So this morning finding an appropriate sitting posture, finding yourself sitting appropriately on the floor or in a chair where bodily discomfort is minimal or maybe doesn't even exist, but at least minimal. So that we're not spending our time and energy struggling with body pain. The constant struggle with body pain keeps the attention rooted on a kind of gross level. And it's really not, in light of this practice, really not worth engaging in. So, finding a posture, adjusting your posture, where bodily discomfort is minimal. Attention to the experience, the direct experience, the sensations of breath at the small place between the upper lip and the nose or the nostrils or at the edge of the nostrils or maybe just the top, the top edge of the upper lip. And sometimes people experience it at the tip of the nose. Whatever area in this part of the body is most predominantly available in terms of directly experiencing the sensations of breath. And for this morning's instructions, just a few moments of a guided process in terms of this experience. So beginning to be mindfully present, mindfully aware, primarily of the sensations, just of the in-breath. Not bothering to pay attention at this moment with the sensations of the out-breath, just the sensations of the in-breath at this spot, this touching point, as it's sometimes called, or classically it's called the anapana point, or anapana spot. You'll probably notice something with the out-breath, but really giving your best attention just to the sensations of the in-breath right now. 
And now bringing mindfulness primarily to the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. And now mindful attention to both the in and the out breath at the touching point. And not following the breath up into the nose or into the body, out of the body, as that kind of attention up into the nose or in and out through the body won't, will actually keep you from perfecting your concentration, keeping it very simple, staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the, either the top of the upper lip or around the nostrils, or that space between the nostrils and the upper lip maybe the tip of the nose. An important aspect of our practice, as Pat spoke about some yesterday with the instructions, is relaxation and wise effort. Relaxation, a true relaxation, has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness. A true relaxation is an alert ease in body and mind. Wise effort with a bright and relaxed interest. So making an effort in our practice, but not a tight, tense, over-efforting. Both striving and lethargy will prohibit. It won't allow the development of concentration and tranquility. It's like tuning a guitar. If the strings are too loose, the music will be very out of tune. And if the strings are too tight, they'll break. 
in either case, we can't play. So just as any musician does, in order to play the music of concentration and tranquility, we need to tune up regularly. Having a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, the focus of attention. This practice asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, to stay with the breath, the breath being the initial object. And as I mentioned in the Dhamma talk last evening, this is really the first step. And in some ways, the most important and sometimes the most difficult step of the practice. Applying the attention, applied thought, as it's classically called, with a clear intention to constantly return the attention to the breath at the nostril area. and staying relaxed and interested in the process. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simple recognizing of what's happening and a very simple letting go, which means actually not being attached and not being averse to anything. such as silence or various other conditions that are within you or around you or to any experience that comes in through any of the six sense doors including the results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. So we practice with the simple intention to not dwell anywhere but within the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. With each of the sense doors, the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and mind. And all of the sensory information that comes in 
through each of these sense doors. With this practice of developing concentration, the intention is to let go and just simply return to the breath. Let go, relax, and just simply return to the breath with interested, bright, and relaxed energy and attention. One needs to be willing to let go of thought. As I mentioned last evening, willing to cut thought. So the practice is to just briefly, lightly, recognize that it's occurring. And then just simply let it go. And it takes practice. It's not so easy to do that. We have strong habits of clinging to what goes on in our mind. In relationship to this, it's very useful right now and ongoing throughout the practice to guard the sense doors. And this means to be aware of absorbing only a minimum of sensory impressions. So watching the tendency to go for sensory impressions. That's a habit. The importance of this is that it cuts down the nutriments for thinking, cuts down the nutriments for getting caught or dwelling in thought. The development, strengthening, and the deepening of samadhi, or concentration, will most assuredly be nurtured through practicing this way. So again, the intention to let go, to not dwell anywhere except with the sensations of breath at the touching point. And this intention, it's important for this intention to remain clear and firm with this practice, but not rigid. When you notice that the developing concentration is starting to kind of crumble around the edges or that it's fading into a wandering mind, or maybe you notice that concentration has been totally lost, with the kindness of a patient heart, just simply renew the intention to come back to the breath to focus with a penetrating and at the same time relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath 
at the touching point. When the breath is subtle, it's important that you don't try to make the breath more obvious. This will uh, cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. So just be aware of the breath just as it is. And if it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom in this way, the breath will reappear. And so we keep going with the practice, breath by breath by breath. In yesterday morning's instructions, Pat offered a a potential help of counting breaths. Some of you may have experimented with that. This morning I'd like to offer another two possibilities. And these are to be used if you are having trouble with staying focused, staying with the breath, and if you feel like a little extra help in terms of developing concentration might be of use for you. So the next possibility is developing the mindful awareness of whether the in-breath and the out-breaths are long or if they're short in duration. So just simply being aware, simply knowing, noticing that the breath is sometimes long in duration, that it's sometimes short. And knowing this in a particular way, knowing this by being aware of the length of time that the breath brushes against or touches the upper lip or around the nostrils. So we're not thinking about it, we're actually directly experiencing it. And it's important not to purposely try to make the breath long or short, but just let it be the way that it is, naturally. And then notice it however it is. So that's a second possibility, along with counting breaths, that may be helpful to you. The third practice that can help to develop a more sustained concentration is to bring in an an intention to be aware of the whole breath. And this means being aware of the breath from the very beginning of the in-breath to the end of the out-breath. 
And again, staying with it as a sensorial experience around the nostrils or in the area of the upper lip between the nostrils and the lips. Awareness of the whole breath from the very beginning of the in-breath to the end of the out-breath. So the possibility of staying with this relationship to the experience of breath for a while. And remembering to stay relaxed. Very important. Not tensing up, not tightening up in the process. relaxation, and wise effort. The in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point, keeping it simple. 